It's just Jersey, man. We're a different breed. Place. Who doesn't want to win in Jersey? What's up, everybody? John Forster here. Breakdown from the barn. We're on episode 44. With me, as always, the greatest mind in wrestling, Eric Winuck. And we got a big uh, guest here today. We got the coach of Rutgers Wrestling, Scott Goodell. Scott, how you making out? I'm doing good, guys. Great to be with you again. Back for another season. So fired up to talk about everything that's went on so far and what we have coming up. So look forward to it. Nice. So we're excited, man. Um, you know, you just did a trip out to Cali, very successful trip. Why don't we jump into that uh, first? Just any highlights from that trip, anything you learned? I saw some of the pics on the beach out there. I was jealous of that, but um, look, look good, um, you know, out there for your first run. No, it was a great, uh, it was a great experience. We always like to get on the road. We always try to get to California. Obviously we're recruiting that state pretty heavily right now. So that didn't hurt us being out there for sure. Uh, had some interesting stuff after the duel with uh, Yara and Paz, thinking the sun was going to come up on the west side, and so they went. They ventured out there with Pollard, and they realized that doesn't happen. That happens on the east coast. So wasted trip for those guys, but they got in a nice cold plunge. That nice. that water's really cold out there. But uh, overall, really good trip. Got to see some young guys compete. Some of the veterans, uh, you know, some of the new guys coming in. Got a couple bouts. Butler Moore transfer so it was good to see them compete uh we split a bunch of weight classes and uh just good to get down to weight compete and listen cal Poly's defending pac 12 champs it's a pretty good squad out there i think that win actually is going to be pretty big later on in the season they're going to do some some good things this season so i was proud of the effort proud of the fight proud of the way that we handle travel uh that's always a big deal you know everybody thinks it's so easy to go across the country and uh make weight, have two duels and, and, you know, all that stuff. So just really good effort all around and uh, was fired up with the result for sure. Yeah. We're, we're going to run down the lineup, but talking about the duel, um, definitely a, a good first match against Cal Poly, but talk to me about um, Mitch Moore. Cause he's a grinder, man. For, for a lot of guys who don't know him, we're introduced to him. It was almost like watching Iowa style wrestling, just gritty it up and got a little controversial there. So with, um, you know, with some of his tie-ups, you guys are going back and forth. Why don't you give us a little insight what was going on there in the mat? Yeah, listen, it's he's a front headlock guy, and he's very dangerous in that position. And one position where he's kind of, we call it, slip the grip. And he's got a head and arm. It's not really a choke. And, uh, you know, they kept yelling for a choke and yelling for a choke. I mean, clearly, when we wrestled more, I shouldn't say we, when Anthony White wrestled more last year at the national tournament, we were very aware of where he was really good in that front headlock situation and how he slips the grip. So we, we were mindful of it. And then now, now he's on our side. So it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And, and we got, I got together with the coach there a little bit and he's like, you know exactly what he's doing. And I was like, man, and it is nasty. You don't want to get caught in that. So um, he's not lying, but I don't think he was doing anything illegal. He does have an arm in there and uh, they thought he was getting after the carotid artery, but he's physical. He's physical. And then he ends he, Quite a bit ends up in a cement job, whether it's on top. In this particular instance, he jumped over a, a claw ride and ended up in a cement job. So just very, very dangerous. I think he's going to draw a lot of fans, uh, especially our fan base. They're going to love him because he gets after it. And and he's a pinner. He's a pinner. And we saw that firsthand. So good match for Mitch. Yeah, speaking of Pinner Saldana, again, the, the walking heart attack, man. You know, he's yeah. – if you've never seen this guy wrestle, man, just get buckle up and, and, and ride the wave. We, we like him. I know we chat. We like to get him a little more technical, try to, you know, get learn a little bit more wrestling. But, again, just always excitement when Saldana takes the mat. 
Yeah, he, he he's fun to watch. And uh, you're right, it's a heart attack waiting to happen, but it is what it is, and we live with it. And I'm thinking about his practice today, and it was all leg attacks, all leg attacks, all nice. leg attacks. And he has great leg attacks, uh, but he's also really comfortable in his positions. And as long as he's been successful, I'm sure he's going to be incredibly scouted throughout the season. So we always say it to him. It's going to be baseline defense and a great leg attack is going to win him a national title. And hopefully he believes in that and continues to develop it. Yeah. It's so, interesting. It's, um, you know, I do dabble in the jujitsu. I'm not the best jujitsu guy, but you know, it's like textbook jujitsu stuff. A lot of what he does and he kind of hooks that leg and gets the underhook and elevates it up, but he never did jujitsu. I was surprised at that. I actually sent a note to his mom and he, she asked him and he said he tried it once and got beat by a girl and then never went back. But it's like <laughs> textbook jujitsu, uh, you know, stuff that he does and, and just does it really well, you know? He's got that weird little toe. If you ever watch him wrestle and you really dissect it, he's got this toe, and when if he hooks you, you're going, and there's really not much you can do about it. It's kind of a weird position to be in, and it's I've tried to defend it quite a bit, and I never thought his headlock would be that dangerous, but it really is. So uh, he's really good in those positions, and it's and, exciting to watch. And I agree with you. If he gets some of those just basic stuff down and then – the funk just comes. I mean, that's going to be very dangerous, you know, because yeah. now he's he's all funk last year, and that's coming in as a freshman. So he's exciting to watch. Uh, let's talk about uh, other guys in the lineup. You know, let's let's go uh, down to the bottom. You know, Dean Peterson, heck of a year last year. You know, what are your thoughts on him coming coming back this year? He didn't like the way he competed. You know, he didn't he didn't like the way that, that match ended. He was kind of going backwards. For protecting a lead. So he wasn't really happy with that type of performance. And uh, I think that kid's going to be really good down the road, but the kid he wrestled meaning, but you know, it's, a, it's the first match of the year. There's a, the best thing about the match. Both of them is we're able to get, get tape, you know, or get, get yeah. these guys on tape. And we had a great film session with the whole, the whole staff mm -hmm. and the whole team together this morning. So anytime we can get these guys on tape is good. And that was a really good learning tool for, uh, that seven minutes for Dean to watch and how he reacts, you know, in a tight match like that. And we have to be better there. And he understands it. And listen, the kid trains like nobody, you know, nobody I've had in a long, long time. And I, that's saying a lot. So uh, he trains at a really, really high level. He's an incredible worker with a great work ethic. So uh, there's a little bit of nerves there. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a little bit of feeling that national ranking, right? It's, it's, it's out there and uh, you know, there's no question people think he can win a national title. And sometimes you listen to that too much. And uh, there's, a, there's, there's a little bit of letdown and maybe there was a little bit of that uh, last Friday night. Well, good wrestlers find a way to win. I know it's a good yep. but it literally is. And, and I'd, I'd rather be the guy who gets, gets away with the win when he wrestles best to the guy who gets the moral victory, you know, and he showed really good, but he doesn't get the win. So to me, good wrestlers win matches. So just going down the lineup, obviously on the lower weights, we got some new guys coming in. Um, obviously you mentioned before Butler, um, but on the very, not that I want to bounce around, but since we're talking about new guys, why don't we go into heavyweight? Because that was a breath of fresh air. And we all, listen, I'm going all the way back to the heavyweights we've had. We've had some pretty good ones. I remember Russo, um, obviously Billy Smith, obviously we just had Boone, but this kid's something special. And I think he's a great addition. So talk about our new heavyweight. He wrestles, you know, he wrestles in all three positions. He's good on top. He can get off the bottom and he's, he's very, very technical from the neutral position and he does some really interesting stuff and uh you guys would love watching him train man he's uh an incredible 
he's an incredible athlete. He's one of our best swimmers and he's one of our best runners. And he just trains, he trains with the lightweights. There's no, you know, usually you separate, you separate, excuse me, the, the lightweights from the big guys when you go on these mile runs and he's right up there with our lightweights and, uh, runs under a six mile a minute mile pretty easily and uh he wrestles at a, a at an incredible pace and um I'm anxious to see where he goes with this threat he's 245 pounds you know is 270 gonna be too much I, I mean he's always one but I'm talking about are we gonna beat the best guys are we gonna beat the Air Force kid at two I'm anxious to see those type of matchups now you got obviously Gable coming back so that presents but I think of Penn State right really big and I think of Air Force really big. How does he match up with those guys with the pace that he wrestles at? But fun to watch, uh, extremely technical, into wrestling, which is really, really cool. Just a great kid to get to know and uh, just hang around. He's super obviously, right? He's from Harvard. He's pretty That's bright. Smart, and, uh, right? yeah, yeah, sometimes I feel a little bit uncomfortable around him, but because he's <laughs> super smart, you know. But any type of technical issues, I go to him and, Mm -hmm. get it cleaned up pretty quickly so just a great our fans are going to love this kid and he's just a just a, a incredible person excellent so let's talk about uh Schauber, you know going 133 this season you know what's what's your season outlook on him uh bumping up a weight class i think dylan Schauber could beat everybody now mm -hmm. he's got to be he's got to wrestle really really well to do that and he can't have nights off because if he has nights off he can lose as well so uh a lot of offense, just a lot of offense. He scores both sides of the body. Uh, probably, along with Paz, most impressive out west. And that's coming off a very bad world championship, right, where he went 0-1. So mm -hmm. uh, we were happy with the way he competed. He had a lot of energy. I think being at 133, you know, we always worry about, I know our fans, and listen, even, even the coaching staff, right, you got a guy bumping up. 133 you got Tony White bumping up 165 you got guys you know getting heavier how does that pan out well I think this is good for Dylan there's just a whole heck of a lot of energy there's no sweats in practice it's shorts and t-shirt let's continue to get better and when he wrestles with energy he's pretty good so again a lot of big matchups coming up certainly fired up about Friday night right he's got a big one I think that'll be fireworks so um yeah I like where Dylan's at right now I just got to continue to stay consistent and if he does that we're gonna be all right yeah, yeah you mentioned you, know, you just mentioned tony white bumping up to 165 yeah. i'm sorry john but you know that's another one where his frame and john and i talked about this his frame was built in a lot of the rest i'm sure you hear all the chirping on the boards and everything about what's up with 165 you know we just you know for years we've had this big gap at 165 and uh, looking at white out there his body seems to have really taken to that weight um i thought he really wrestled van ness pretty well last year um a, a tougher stronger wrestler so talk to us through about his moving up to 65 and what you're expecting out of that it's it looks like he's taking a water with that well it's it's his lifestyle right it's it's it started the day after the national tournament it what it didn't start when we got back on campus in September, this has been going back since March. He's plenty, plenty big. I believe he wrestled 60, 74 kilos, 163. I want to say maybe U20s, maybe u 23 I'm not quite sure of the event, but maybe June. He was plenty big then. So uh, his strength every single day. He's one of those guys that do it four times a week. He's in that group with the upper weights. Um, and he takes that lift in really, really serious. He lived in that weight room all year long. So uh, again, somebody who's not dealing with a weight issue, he's plenty big. He'll be up to 80. He can get to 80 and he just, 
he's really disciplined, right? So uh, I don't know if it's going to be an issue. I mean, right now, I don't I don't worry about that. He's got incredible length. He's really, really long. He wrestles at a really high pace. So uh, I think this, again, I think it will be a better version. I mean, obviously, listen, I'm on a podcast with you guys. I'm fired up. We have a big match coming up. I'm not going to say, well, this isn't a good way for him. I think, I mean, it'll t- time will tell. He's got a great test Friday night. Time will tell. But this is his weight class, and this is where we're going, and this is what we're going to do. And, and you know, that's kind of where we're at. I, I just have all the faith in the world in Tony White, just the way he competes, the way he lives his life. Uh, it's kind of our leader, so a lot of faith there for sure. Yeah, and I always see people, I think, blow that uh, a little too much out of proportion, people going up weight class. I don't think yeah. when you look at the history, you never see that. You never see a good wrestler go up a weight class and then they're not – um, you know, they're not a good wrestler. So I even look at the ranking of like Dylan Shawver. He's what, 14, 15. And this is a guy that was neck and neck with uh, Glory last year and everyone else. So I, I definitely see, um, you know, see Shawver climbing, uh, climbing the, that ranks and, uh, you know, really excited to see how Anthony White goes up two weight classes. I agree with you. No question about it. Mm-hmm. So one Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, rounding up, you're talking about you know guys who hit the weight room and strength, and I, I think of Paz coming back. Um, obviously bumping up to 197, and he's. I tell you, what, I saw him because obviously I my son goes over to Yale Street, so I see him off and on. I'm like, boy, did he get big? Um, and he looked really solid this week. So what what do we talk about? I think Paz, where he's at, his strength. Obviously, a lot of fans are looking forward to getting him back on the mat. Um, so what should we expect from Poznanski this year? So so I'll say it here and. I know I've I've said this about some of our past athletes, and I get a lot of a lot of crap from it, but that's okay. That's the best version I've seen of John Paz. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. the The competition's going to get better. Uh, the weight class is a good weight, but you see him. You see him. He's plenty big. He's plenty big. Again, there's no. We don't even talk weight anymore. He comes in and trains. This is the most fun he's had since going back to high school when he trained with us all the time. Nobody's having more fun coming into the room than John Paz right now. So I'm just, that just makes me, that, you know, makes, gives me chills because there was a point there, you know, you could see he's starting to think about this a little bit and the pressure and, you know, what the fans want and all that stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it. And then listen, and we talk about all the time, there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, especially at this weight class, invite it. We'll be ready in March when it matters, but he's having a lot of fun right now. And he's, uh, in every aspect of it, whether it's community service, whether it's going to basketball and football games and being our liaison, our spokesperson for the wrestling program. He's all over that campus right now, and he's just in a a really good headspace. Again, what does that mean as far as wins and losses? I don't know, but it sure can't hurt. And uh, just watching him back training again, enjoying himself, uh, this weight you, I mean, you see his videos. He's an interesting follow. Uh, the, all the weight he puts up, he's going to continue to do that all year long. So I'm just fired up for pause. This was a really good instance where getting away for a little bit was good, and sometimes less is more. And uh, we we've learned that together. So I'm proud of pause and what he's done, and look forward to a season. Yeah, and then the only other weight we didn't cover yet, uh, 57, Andy Clark had a stellar year last year, uh, you know, came on strong at the end. I know he didn't make the trip. I think he's a little banged up, and uh, Al DeSantis was in there. But what do you what do you say about that weight uh, moving forward? Well, Al's had a good offseason. He's gotten a lot better. Clark is banged up. Clark was looking great. 
uh, and just has a little bit of a, a tweak, which is something that if you if you don't rest it, it's more of a you need to rest it. It's not something you know what I mean. It's it's not a surgical thing at all. It just needs some time, and uh, it's so early. We're not going to do that. And uh, will he be ready to go Friday night? We hope. We hope he's ready to go Friday night, but I know Al D will be ready as well. So we'll make a decision. We'll have a good, you know, I think we got eight more days, nine more days. We'll continue to train. He trained really good today. So we like to get him back, but we're going to be really, really smart with it. And uh, because it's something that if it continues to happen, we'll continue to nag him. So, uh, but Clark will be ready. He's having a, he's doing a great job training and uh, he's going to have a big year. Yeah, yeah, I think so, the last one John we forgot was Turley at seven. Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah, Turley. And and he had listen. He had I know he had a tough out, um, yep. a, a somewhat ranked wrestler. But again, it's very similar. Turley comes out a little funky, falls behind, makes a late late run in kind of in that third period. Um, I mean, what do we expect from Jackson? I, I feel like I'm waiting for him to mature back into what we saw, you know, earlier in that second year. But you know, what what can we expect from Jackson? Because he's obviously had not just up and down years, but up and down matches. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's not a fast starter, right? He's not great in November. He's not great in December. Um, So that's something we kind of talked about. This has probably been his best preseason. You know, he's done, he's done incredible job with the runs and the swims and the lifting. And he's been, hasn't missed a day and he's put a lot into it. He spends a lot of time with coach Buxton and the RTC. So he's getting extra workouts. He's, you know, I think that was a pretty good opponent there. And, uh, but yeah, we want him to we want him to start fast, you know. We want him to start fast. We want him to wrestle great Friday night, you know. Let's figure a way out to beat. Let's figure a way to beat that guy. That's the plan. We're not, you know, going to be happy losing a close match like last year's national tournament. Figure out a way to beat the guy. You're savvy enough and have been with this program enough where, me, you know, let's get your hand raised in Jersey Mike's arena in a big spot. That's what we're looking for, and and not just Friday night, but going forward. So. We got to be a fast starter, and maybe he's got to wrestle harder in that first period. Uh, but we'll figure it out. I mean, he's super dangerous. He's super dangerous. He continues to be dangerous, and I would love to see him get off to a good start here in November, December, and see where that. Instead of playing, you know, from behind all year long, let's get out to a fast start. That's kind of some of the thing. And I'm not one bit frustrated with him at all. I love the way he's trained, uh, but I'd like to see him get off to a fast fast start. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So let's let's move on. Friday night, I mean, we're pumped. We're ready to be back there. You know, I know a lot of people should be. be back it there. Should be. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. I know we, we were talking before. I think some big names are gonna be back in the building. We saw them there before. Why, why don't you fill us in on that first? It's, it's yeah, I think we got Frazier. I know everybody's sure. seen the tweets with Frazier. I know Frankie will be in the house and mm-hmm. we'll have some basketball people in the house. So uh we'll see. We'll see who shows up, but I know it's uh Ticket sales have been great. It's all over New Jersey. It's a big deal. You know, they got a lot of guys that have left New Jersey and went to went down to Blacksburg, and that's okay. That's all part of it. Uh, yeah. So this is – this. I know Makai's coming back home, so that's good. Eddie Ventresca's coming back home, so that's good. Yeah. That'll bring some fans, hopefully. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a huge recruiting weekend. Uh, there'll be some major recruits on campus for the dual meet and the weekend, so that's exciting. And, um, you know, this is something that I love doing. I love having big matches. You guys know that. I'm a dual meet guy. This is great for our sport. This is great for our state. It's great for our university. We need more of it. Um, am I building it up? Not really. It's, it's it's a match in November, but it's a really good match in November. And I get a good chance to scout them tomorrow night. Uh, they're going to wrestle Ohio State, so we'll get a good look yeah. at them there. And uh, 
and we game plan a little bit and we try to figure out a way to knock off the number three team in the country. That's what we're trying to do. And when we were able to do that in the past, we beat Virginia Tech. I think it was 2011 with Winston's right. team. And we beat Nebraska with, you know, with Gravina and Ashnault's team and, yeah. and Richie and those guys in 2016, maybe when they were 17, yeah. maybe yeah. when they were number three in the country. Yeah. yeah. When, when those type of moments happen, it's, it's incredible for our program. So let's do it again. You know, we want to, and listen, we know we're up against it. We're going to have to pull a couple upsets and, I just think we're capable, and let's see if we can do it. And if not, you're going to get an incredible effort out of us, and that's all we can ask for. Yeah, I was going to say, Scott, you're, you're bringing back memories because I was going to say it was like 2010, 2011. In fact, I think that was one of the first big matches because people – I mean, yes. we all break down for the barn from a reason, okay? That's yes. what we wrestled in the past, okay? And I remember when you brought us into Jersey Mike's Arena, which at that time was the rack. Virginia Tech was one of those first big matches. I remember you did one of your first skull sessions there. Um, and the place just went insane because I think uh, this seems eerily similar because I think they were what third or fourth ranked at that time. Yeah, the big upset. So to me, it's it's like coming back full circle here where now this really is our home, bringing them back in a similar situation. You said Makai is coming back to Jersey. Um, so to me, it's it's you bring back memories when you say that. Um, anybody else you want to mention? Obviously, that you know, John and I know the lineups up and down, but who else should people be aware of on this Virginia Tech? Uh, yeah. I think guys like uh, Joey Fangaro and Shane Cartagena Walsh, yep. Luke Gayer, those guys give us incredible depth, and they're going to wrestle. You're going to see them throughout this season. Those guys are going to be in our lineup for sure. We got Devin Britton's came back for his fifth year, so he's kind of a staple in our program. It can go anywhere from 33 to 41, but I think those guys that that I've mentioned, are you're going to see them somewhere along the line in, a, in a wrestling matches in our lineup because, you know – Maybe our guys and with some of the the older guys, maybe it doesn't have to be more than 20 matches in the season, you know? Maybe they don't have to go every single one. And we're going to be really smart, so we're ready. I do think this team is super talented, but you know how this works, right? You just got to be healthy. And I think yeah. if we're healthy in March, we could have a really good, really good run through the Big Ten tournament and the national tournament. So that's always going to be our goal. But we got some guys that deserve a shot to wrestle. They're good enough to wrestle. And – uh Guys like Mike Chetta, you know, Michael Chetta, you know, those guys have won some matches. They've won some matches in our room, and I know we don't really call them wrestle-offs, but they're indicator matches, mm -hmm. and those guys have been on the winning end of them. So yeah. make no mistake about it, they're certainly capable. Well, why didn't Butler wrestle against Cal Poly? There's a reason why Michael Chetta wrestled against Cal Poly. There's a reason. So he's very, very capable, and that'll go on all year long, and mm -hmm. I'm always going to make give our team the best chance to win, but – those guys I've mentioned are, 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 will have opportunities to wrestle for sure, and I think you'll see them throughout the year. All right, cool. So let's let's talk about this Virginia Tech match, and and yep. you know I'm very pumped about it. Let's go through some of these matches. I mean, I'm really pumped about you know Ventresca had an awesome NCAA tournament. He's ranked fourth versus number six. Uh, Dean Peterson, you know, right off the bat at 125. What do you think about that matchup? Well, I mean, you if you do this on paper, which you guys know I do, right? I'll sit and go over it since uh, since since we signed this thing up in July. We've been going over this. So, yeah, those first two matches are huge, and they're two Jersey State champs and guys that have been around the block, never wrestled each other, mm -hmm. but uh, are obviously familiar with each other. And, and uh, these are two of the best lightweights to come through Jersey in a long time. So uh, here they're going to they're going to get after it. And. I think Eddie will come in ranked number four in the country and deservedly so he's a returning all American and, and it's a, it's an incredible opportunity for Dean and, 
And that's the way we look at it. And the same at 33, you know, Latona's a two-time All-American. And he spent some time in our room, actually, over summers pretty tight with Sebastian. He came down uh, with Coach Brewer and trained in our room. And you guys know I open up our room to anybody uh, over the summer. So Latona was in our room training with our guys. And and Shaver and him, you know, they tied up a little bit there. So that was that was fun to watch. And that'll be a great match. That'll be a great match. I don't know what they'll do at 41, but I know – and I don't know if the, our viewers know this, but Mitch Moore was a Virginia Tech athlete at one point. He left and went to Oklahoma. So uh, I think he wants this one pretty bad. And uh, so I think those first three matches are the key to the duel. Um, you know, how those three matches go will depend on how Rutgers goes. And I think they probably feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're pumped about it. We're gonna be there, you know, Friday night. Um, we're gonna we're gonna break this into two different shows. We got another show coming up. We got a lot of questions from the fans. I posted it out, um, you know, earlier today. We got some great questions. We're gonna we're gonna get you on the second uh, part of this episode. But uh, thanks everybody. Uh, continue to follow the show. We'll see you Friday night, and we're out.